Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're going to kick off the final hour of the show with our good friend uh, Ken Barkley of You Better You Bet, the BetQL Network. One of our favorites, Lockie Lockerson on Twitter. Ken, good morning. Uh, I hope your Thursday's going well. I will ask you this as we start. When was the moment you felt like, all right, I'm washed and I'm old? Because I fell asleep last night at halftime of the Pac-12 tournament game because I wake up early and I just can't hang anymore. Yeah, I'll give you uh well, does it have to be like a sports thing or could it just be like a life thing? Pretty much like a life thing, right? Well, the first realization for me, and I didn't accept it, was in November I went to a post Malone concert and that oh, uh I, yeah, that's gonna do it. I yeah. looked at my watch and I said, It's ten fifteen and there's six more songs I know he's going to sing and I started wondering when this thing was gonna end. I'm surprised he was even out there at ten fifteen and you were just like, you know what? The opening act was great. I'm gonna just hit the road. That was good. <laughs> I'm gonna get my car and get out of here. Uh I pulled a muscle in my back, rolling over in bed. That was when I knew that it was over for me. I was like, just I like woke up and I was like, oh, I'm just gonna change positions here. Just gonna get to the side. I'm a I'm a stomach sleeper mostly. It's like oh, I'm just gonna get to the side here real quick. And then I rolled over and I was like, oh, that really hurts. That's actually just like a muscle in my back. But and I'm like laying on a giant pillow and I still managed to to pull something. So let that let that be. I'm sure I'm supposed to do yoga or something. I'm sure that's what what's supposed to happen and. And instead, I'm just here, like, watching the Players' Championship and staring at, like, an absurd odds board of various sports. So, I don't know. I guess I'm, I got more pulled muscles in my future. I guess that was that was a big-time wash moment for me. Yeah, I got off the couch the other day, and it's my ankle just started hurting. Like, I didn't roll it. I didn't do anything. It just, like, it hurts, and I have yeah, no idea it why. It's it, really, it's just, like, yeah, yeah. Yes to everything that you're saying. Like, you're just, I didn't, I didn't do anything. Why does this hurt? Like, stop. Stop aching. Stop, you know, just like not flexible as I used to be. I'm now I'm like depressed. I don't know. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Uh, Let's move on. We'll go from being old curmudgeony guy. This is Ken Barkley of You Better You Bet, the BetQL uh, Network host. He joins us here every Thursday, and you can find him on Twitter at Lockie Lockerson. Uh, You know, we'll get to college basketball, but I'll start. You're watching the players. I got it on my phone, so I'm seeing it during commercial breaks. I'm watching 
the exclusive group of Rory Scheffler and Rom. Rory's blowing up right now. Uh, who did you like coming into this tournament? And how quickly in a golf tournament, since it has four rounds, do you pivot and live bet somebody else? Oh man, that's a really good question. I actually did a, I looked at a data set the other day. This was like, uh, actually, I say the other day. I think this was in the fall of just like where uh, winners of tournaments stood after the first rounds, like historically, not in every tournament specifically, but like in all the tournaments together. Where did the where did the winner come from? Was it like how often was it somebody who led the tournament? How often was it somebody who was one shot back, two shots back, whatever? And it's it was it's like kind of remarkable. Like yes players that are winning the tournament like do go on to win sometimes you do go wire to wire it doesn't happen more often than anything else and you're kind of like the distribution's really crazy because basically as many people win that were tied for the lead as win that were like two back three back four back like after the first round obviously like the the morning afternoon waves being different like helps that philosophy because you know, you kind of get a different course when you play in the afternoon than when you play in the morning. And Thursday and Friday, you play at different times. So that's probably part of the reason why that's true. Um, so I just thought that was interesting. So when I look after the first round, like, yeah, I care who's winning. Like, it's because it's going to affect the market. Like, John Rahm crushing last week in the first round. You know, he got to minus 110 to win the golf tournament after the first round last week. And then obviously it was like a non-factor on Sunday. But just the first round matters. But I'm, I'm kind of, I'm open-minded. So the way I put it is, like, if you're within five, and I can kind of make a case for why, like, today should have gone differently or just, like, switch from morning to afternoon, I'll help you a lot, then I'm, I'm willing to, to put in another bet at that point. And it doesn't have to be somebody, like, really close to the top. Like, it doesn't have to be Morikawa right now who's tied for the lead. The MVP and the NBA conversation took a really weird turn on ESPN this week with the Reddick yeah, Kendrick. Think? Yeah, Kendrick Perkins. Took a weird turn? <laughs> just yeah. slightly. I don't want to get into that, but I do want to add, like, the market is basically screaming, stop betting on this. Jokic has won the award, right? So the, yeah, this is like a, obviously this is going to be kind of a nuanced conversation, right? So I, I think, you know, you know me, I come on the show all the time. I, I try to be really scientific with how I look at stuff, um, you know, like history, uh, statistics, like all of these things. Like it's, it's really, it's very rarely just like what I think it's always based on something. It's based on something that's had or happened historically or just like, you know, news and information that's hitting the market. So this one's really tough because I bet a lot of awards and I do really well, like honestly. And I, I like never come on and say that I win or I do well at something. I crush this stuff. Like I really do. This is the only time I'm probably ever going to say that about anything. So enjoy it. Uh, I, I kill this stuff. And this is a really interesting one because all of the polling that we have, all of it, forever, forever going backward, like all of the, the timeline of events here, Jokic is so far ahead, it's not even close. Like, that's the polling. It's not what I think. Like, when voters tell you what they're going to do, believe them. And they screamed in the latest Tim Bontemps straw poll, which was two weeks ago, that Jokic is so far ahead, it's not even, like, it's, we, should, you, we shouldn't even have the conversation. And for like a variety of reasons, mostly because like this is what happens down the stretch of every season. If something that has happened a lot seems like it's going to happen again, then a lot of analysts and a lot of people on television and a lot of people who tweet and have a lot of followers have to pivot to something different because you don't get any engagement when you say like, man, Jokic is really good again. Like that's like the lame opinion. Like nobody cares anymore. It's much, much, much more advantageous 
to pick something that's like a hard pivot from that. Actually, he's the worst candidate. Actually, this other guy should win. Actually, this other guy. Now we're all paying attention. Now you get talked about all the time. Like, think about how that happens, right? And so, like, it's really, it's all of, everyone on television is incentivized to pick someone else because that's how you get more popular. That's how you're going to get more money in your next contract because you're more visible, because you have more followers, your presence grows, your image grows, you get more money. Like, they're incentivized to make stuff up, basically. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm not saying everyone's lying that's doing this. But just, like, understand that the incentives are really clear. Like, no one's getting more money personally to say it should be Jokic. Like, no one's doing that. And so it's like, you know, like, when you know that, then it's like, okay, like, what's actually going on here? So all I can tell you is Jokic is really far ahead in all the polling. When a racial component is introduced into any conversation, it makes things obviously, like, kind of hypersensitive, right? And everyone kind of like has to kind of walk on eggshells with how they talk about this stuff because it like makes it just kind of takes things to another level, basically, in terms of how we talk about it, in terms of the discourse. Maybe it can maybe it ends up having an effect. Right. Maybe it does, because it's just how often does this happen? Like where, you know, it looks like someone's going to win and then someone's like, well, actually, everybody who votes is racist. It's like, oh, uh, OK. Like, I, so what? Like now, Yoka shouldn't be the favorite. That's just. It's, we're not going to have any more polling probably until the market closes, which will be at the end of the regular season. And I'll be curious if this does have an impact. My sense is that maybe it has some, but I don't know if it's like enough to swing the award or if there's like a kind of a, a hidden minority of voters. And I mean, minority, just small number, not even that they have to be um, like racially diverse. Just like, is there a minority of voters out there that's kind of like, this guy can't win three in a row and the process is kind of messed up and we're going to put our finger on the scale. I don't know. Um, I don't see enough of that to want to make a bet. And then the other crazy thing, and I know this is a long answer, but it's a kind of a complex topic is what if MB just keeps like MB killed it the other night. And Jokic kind of had a pretty lame performance last night. <laughs> so, like, what if, I mean, God forbid the actual basketball ends up changing where Jokic plays worse and Embiid plays better. Now you really might have a lot of smoke where it's like, well, actually the performances are changing and you have this extra stuff. So I, I don't know if it's going to happen. It hasn't happened yet. I'm not betting off of it, but I am, as someone who bets a lot of awards, there are two situations that are bizarre and worth monitoring. One is this which is like, is Embiid going to win this because his performance will increase and all this off-court stuff is going on? So that's something to monitor for sure. And then defensive player of the year is another one because the current favorite plays on the same team as John Morant, who may not play again this year. And like, what effect does all of that have on voting for someone on that team, Jaron Jackson Jr., to be defensive player of the year? What happens if the team stinks the next two weeks? Like, now that gets completely upset. And I think he was a lock to win prior to this happening. So you have two late NBA awards where like, it's not even the basketball, like primarily it's everything. And these are voters like they they can be swayed by stuff. I think those are two to follow. Uh, that was a very lengthy answer for a question. I thought you were just going to be like, yeah, the market's telling you it's over. And then I was going to be ready for the next question, but I like that well, you I dove in know. there. But what do you think? Like, do you think? Oh it's yeah. I, I think the, yeah, he had an awful game. He, there's a video montage cause people are starting to hate him now because he's going to yeah, get three time MVP. But right, this is what happened. he's not yeah, going to exactly. do that for 16 more games. He has to basically do that for Embiid, I think, to over. When you get to minus 350 to 400 level at this point, like, you're damn close to me. Just It's off the board for me. I'm not even thinking about that award. Now, let me let me ask you one more. I, I got to get you out of here with this. I didn't even get college basketball, but we have you next Thursday, so that'll work out perfectly. 
let me ask you this. I put up a poll question. Rossini has this report that the Jets feel like this is it's going to get yep. done. Rodgers is going to go to the Jets. I put up a poll question. Are the Jets a Super Bowl contender to you, yes or no? And I'll, I'll ask you, you're a futures guy. Are you going to lay a futures on the Jets if they do land Aaron Rodgers? Are they truly a Super Bowl contender in your mind if they get Aaron Rodgers? So uh, I'll give you a bonus. I bet I bet Providence plus seven, and I bet Villanova plus five. Oh, so hello, college basketball that's for So hi, how you doing? <laughs> uh, so Providence and Villanova. There's your there's your college college basketball coach. And I really really want to bet North Carolina, but their best player got hurt yesterday, and I don't know what's going on. So um, anyway, the uh, the Rogers thing. I this one of the first things I thought of when the market opened was. Like, where is Rodgers going to go? Where is Lamar Jackson going to go? Do I want to bet a team that I think is going to get them? The Jets are, were the most obvious team. This was like a month ago. Jets were the most obvious team. Uh, I could have just immediately placed a bet, and I chose not to, and I feel great about it. And I, here's the problem. Okay, like, I, I think it's not a certainty. I think it is extremely likely that today, probably, he is traded there or tomorrow. I think this is like where the wind is blowing, the reporters that have info seem to really be leaning in this direction, like the people who actually know, not just people who are speculating. And so, okay, if that happens, here's the problem. He's going to the AFC. Are they more likely to win the Super Bowl than Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs? Probably not. Are they more likely to win than Joe Burrow and the Bengals? Probably not. Are they more likely to win than Josh Allen and the Bills? Eh, maybe. Might be onto something there. We'll see how the Bills offseason goes. Okay, like, wh- how much can the price drop? And when you have to go through this murderer's row in the playoffs, no matter what, I mean, God forbid Denver is good or anything, or Jacksonville. I just, there's too many good teams. So, like, if, yeah, I could bet 25 to 1 now or 20 to 1 now. What's it going to? Like 15, 18? Neat. Like, I'm going to sit on that ticket for a year, getting like a tiny bit of equity out of it. And I don't even like that team that much against those teams in the playoffs. If he was going to another NFC team, that's totally different. Like, huge price drop. NFC stinks this year. He's going to like every other good place. I mean, they're, they're all going to play each other. Like, I, I, I don't think there's anything to get ahead of, honestly. I, I just, it's a big deal that he's going to go there because it's football and it's Aaron Rodgers from a betting standpoint. Like, don't try to get ahead of this. Like, I really, I really wouldn't. I don't think there's a whole lot to bet on. There we go. Good stuff. Ken Barkley, our good friend of You Better You Bet. Uh, insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today at BetMGM app. And, of course, catch you, uh, Ken, on You Better You Bet, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider. Uh, Locky Lockerson is his handle. Give him a follow. He's great. You can ask him the most simplistic question, and he will have every explanation. For <laughs> Sorry what... about that one. No, that dude, one. I, I don't want that to sound like a shot at you. Like yeah. I, I legitimately thought you were just going to blow past that question, and you just dove into every conceivable angle. And I thought, this is why he is who he is and why I do one hour on Sunday nights and my show is irrelevant on the BetQL Network. You do a great job with Nick Costos. And we'll talk, we'll talk to you next week, Ken. We got the tournament coming. Thank you for the couple games you threw out there. But we're excited to talk to you with the tournament starting uh, next Thursday, and uh, we'll catch up then. I will be live in Vegas next Thursday, and we'll eagerly await your phone call. Oh, that's fantastic. There we go. Ken Barkley of You Better You Bet, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider. Have a good day, Ken. Thanks, you too. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. Uh, 